Welcome back to the show, A Balanced Life for You, where you can design the life of your dreams. I'm your host today, Rhonda Cimarelli, a certified transformational coach helping mompreneurs balance that juggling act. Today, I have a very special guest with me. Our guest today is joining us from St. George, Utah. She's a mother of eight, working from home with a very unique entrepreneurial background. My guest's name is Holly Porter. Holly, welcome. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here, everybody. Well, I'm laughing. Thank you so much. We've had quite the challenge getting together, but I just know from our previous conversation, you have got some amazing, um, ama- an amazing journey that I know my listeners are going to want to hear more about. So would you take a few moments and share with us a little bit about your story and your journey? I'd love to. And, oh, boy, I know trying to sum up things in a quick couple minutes is, is sometimes a challenge, but um, my kids are actually, uh, um, unlike most of your, maybe you guess, they're all grown now. And so I kind of, I come from more of a, um, I got them out of the house and now I'm dealing with the young kids I'm dealing with are my grandkids. I have six grandchildren as well. And so I've always been an entrepreneur. People call me a serial entrepreneur. I'm not sure if that's good or not. It is what it is, right? <laughs> so, um, I've always owned my own businesses since, you know, I really worked since I was 12 years old and I had a father who, who uh, was a hard worker and he put us to work in his office in the summers and, you know, doing all the vacuuming, dusting, filing, you know, that good stuff. But we had to make, we had to earn our way. We had to make our own school. I mean, not make our own school clothes, but you know, buy them. And, and so I started at a young age done, and I've done that. And then I always was in the beauty industry. Um, I won a scholarship when I was in, just graduated from high school and went to beauty school. And then I owned my own salon for about 17 years, closed that about a couple years ago. Um, and I also am a master statistician, makeup artist, permanent makeup artist, instructor. So I, I worked in that industry, but in between that, I'm very ADHD. I get bored super easy. And obviously um, I don't know why I say that because eight kids keep you really busy. However, <laughs> um, you have to make a living, right? So I ran a daycare preschool. I have, um, I've, I've been a real estate broker now and in real estate industry for about 11 years. And I owned a fundraising company. And so what I, what I learned to do was work, work my jobs around my kids, you know? And so that, that was my blessing is, you know, when I was over, I was also, you know, over Rotary International, um, president, AYSO soccer organization. I was the regional commissioner. And so when my kids played soccer, there I was, you know, and so I always had jobs there where I could take them with me or work around things. And so I don't know, that was a long answer to probably a very short question, but. Uh, you know, serial entrepreneur, I think I've only met one or two other uh, people like that. And um, I personally think it's a really great way to be. Always thinking outside the box, always trying to find a way, as you said, you know, got to pay the bills. So we're always making money. And what I love to hear is you always did it to find a way to work around the family. Mm-hmm. I think that's so important for so many women. Um, so what I'm curious today is what would you say you are really focused on at this point in time in your life? You know, it's, at different times of my life, it's changed. You know, there's a mm-hmm. time and a place for everything. And I can say that now that my kids are out of the house. And so, you know, at the time I did the, the daycare, I couldn't have done preschool. 
the time I had the preschool, I couldn't have done daycare, meaning more emotionally, mentally, you know, that mm-hmm. way. Um, so, so now that my kids are grown, like, I feel like that path just opened wide open. You know, I can travel mm-hmm. now, I can do, so I've, I've actually been exploring the last three years. Um, I actually have, I ran for political office a couple of times in the town that I am from. And after the last one, I realized power and money don't motivate me. And it was really devastating to find out a few things that I did. And you know what, I, I just, that changed my life though. And it made me realize that that wasn't where, you know, I was supposed to be headed. And so now it put me on this path of working with um, doing personal development, coaching. I've coached for, oh, I'd say 30 years, you know, mm-hmm. and and so I've loved that. I love the business aspect of it. And so now I've been, I was working more still in the beauty industry where I was doing more image consulting, one-on-one VIP days where I would do this transformation. I would incorporate some hypnosis with it and things like that. But um, this summer, actually, I got this little fork in the road and it was more to um, go to the corporate side of things with a technology company. And it's an invention that is going to be a world changer. Like it's about radio waves. And we know that's never going to go away because so many things are powered by it. And so um, that's what it, it just, it really rocks my world. So that's what I've been working on is that and the technology end of things, which is kind of a new world for me. Like I love the business side of it, but going from working one-on-one to kind of, you know, you're going, now I'm working more with manufacturers and corporate executives and, and so that's the difference. Like right now, um, this time in my life, I can do that. Whereas before, I never could have done that. I couldn't have just got on a plane tomorrow. But if somebody called me now and it was important enough, I'm there, you know? So that's the difference, I think, just finding that balance. Well, how unique is that also? Um, how many people can you imagine are listening that hear you say, there's a time and a place? Mm-hmm. You do daycare at a certain time of your life to be around your kids, preschool at a certain time to be around the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, you've graduated into other f- forms of business to help other people that also incorporated your family time. So I can imagine there's got to be a lot of listeners who think that is beautiful. I wish I could do that. Or how did you do that? Um, with what you're doing now, you mentioned that there was a fork in the road. Was there a specific event or uh, point in time that you know, kind of made you or helped you go with this path? You know, it it was interesting because I really felt like I was doing everything I was supposed to be doing. It felt right. But, you know, you keep getting like these little roadblocks in your way. And I mm-hmm. and I didn't really understand why. And then here I, you know, I had certified for hypnosis. I just got certified for PTSD coaching. Or P, I'm a little dyslexic. PTSD? PTSD, thank PTSD. you. <laughs> Yeah, I know how to talk sometimes. I barely speak English, no other language. No. Um, but, um, and I'm very ADHD, you know, and that's why I could do all these things. And you know what? And I hang on a minute because I, I can't even remember the question you asked me, but something that keeps coming up that I need to say, <laughs> I have to say it. You know, people tell okay. you all the time, do not. Do, just focus on one thing. I mean, I can't tell you how many times people have thought, oh, just focus on one thing. You'll be so much more successful. You'll make so much more money. Okay, two things I learned about myself. Power and money do not motivate me, and that is why mm-hmm. I would never win a political election because that's what they're all about. The other thing is my broker one time told me, he said, before I got my broker's license, he said, you would be my number one agent if you would just focus on real estate. 
And you know what I told him? And I say this is my answer to so many different things in my life. So I want people to think about this because don't let people dictate how you feel and what you're going to do by saying just focus on one thing. I said to him, yeah, I probably would be. Actually, I would be. I knew I would be because if I focused on something and put my heart and soul in it, I can be the top. But I said, but every day when I wake up, I wouldn't wake up as happy as I do. Mm-hmm. And to me, you can't put a price tag on your happiness. So if you want to spend time with your kids, figure it out. Figure out something you can do. And like I said, it might not be your dream job. It might not be where you want to be in the end, you know, but right now that sacrifice is going to be made so you could be with that child. If you want to be home, fine. If they, you know, you 20 hours of daycare a week, whatever you have to do. I only had one child out of all my kids that actually went to daycare. And you know what, honestly, he needed to. Like, he was a child that needed to be in daycare. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. you would have done like that, too. Yeah. I and think so you just have to understand your kids and find out, you know, what's important to you. And so I don't even know if I just answer your question. That's how ADHD I am. <laughs> I, do, I think I put that acronym in the right order, didn't I? Oh, uh, you know, here, I, I heard a lot of um, interesting points that you, you, you were talking about. You were talking about roadblocks in the beginning and, and why, oh, yeah. why they're there. And that's kind of where you started to go with what you're doing now. But the other thing I really started hearing was, and a great message, don't let people dictate how you feel and what you say. If you want mm-hmm. to be home with your kids and if that's really a priority, make it happen. Find a way. And There's always a way. Always. There is always a way. And that's so important because we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. And you're, okay. these kids are watching us and taking lessons and learning things that we don't even know that we're teaching them. And mm-hmm. when we show them that they're a priority and I'm willing to shift my, um, my business plan, right, so I can be home and work around your football and your dance and your music and whatever it is that we're doing. That's, yeah. that's important to kids. I mean, those are well lessons learned, and that's what helps bring them into those well-rounded adults that we're looking for. Um, so I'm going to kind of shift over for a minute and talk to you as um, being that mompreneur. Now, from my experience, I've been a mompreneur for about 30 years now. I've also worked <laughs> for other people in the meantime. Um, it's, I don't hide this. I actually had a J-O-B. I was a certified <laughs> fitness instructor Can't we all? for a while. And, you know, the funny thing is, um, even though that was I technically worked for somebody at a gym, I, you know, clocked in, I got a paycheck, it was kind of the closest thing that I would ever consider for not working for myself because basically I said, well, here's the deal. All of my kids now are now in school. Um, I can work for you. I, can, I, I said it this way. I can help you out. I can be here by 9, but I have to leave by 2.30. Um, mm-hmm. I can't come in on snow days, and I can't do weekends. And I, oh, and, oh, by the way, I can't work nights either. I love it. <laughs> so, yes, I did work for somebody. Um, but who was the boss? Of, <laughs> uh, exactly. But you know what? I was really good at that, too, and she knew it, and I had a great following, so it worked out. Yeah, it was a win-win for everybody. Um, but, you know, all I was going to say is when it comes to working for yourself versus for somebody else, and I'm going to leave that last job as the exception, <laughs> Um, generally speaking, there, there's a mind shift that's got to happen because when you have yeah. kids at home, sometimes they're not feeling good or they're grumpy or you're tired, you had a long night. And honestly, when you've got to make the money, make the paycheck, there's a shift that has to happen from home. So for you, what was, and if we can go back just to maybe a few years when you did mm-hmm. have the kids at home a lot more, what would you say is that mind shift? What's the reason 
to make you get up and go to work, <laughs> even on the days mm. you didn't feel like it. And honestly, you know what, I'm a pretty happy person. So, like, I always did jobs I loved. And, and mm-hmm. I can't say I loved everything about it, but that was mm-hmm. my mind shift. I told myself that I love this. This is, this is the time and the place I am in my life, you know. And I feel like when you're mentally healthy, you're physically healthy. And, mm-hmm. and that's the mind shift thing. It's like, you know, we are what we say to ourselves. And I think that's what moms, they beat themselves up. that They have to do everything so perfect all the time. And you know what? You don't. I'm here to tell you, you don't. I, trust me. I mean, the sun will rise tomorrow, and it's a brand new day. Start over. You know what I mean? It's like every day we can just get up and do what we need to do to get better. So I think, you know, they always talk about, oh, do the positive affirmations. I'm all for that and do this meditations. But I will share, I think the, the what hurt me the most that many, you know, a few years ago when I, when, is when I didn't have the balance. So I think mm-hmm. I didn't even know what self-care was till oh, probably two years ago. Like I had no idea. I'm like, self-care? What's self-care? You know? Oh, you mean we can be nice to ourselves and actually do something for ourselves? And, you know, and so I think I've taught that a lot because that's part of the balance part. If you don't take time for you, I used to be jealous of the moms that would get up. They'd come into my salons and pamper themselves. Like mm-hmm. I was jealous of that because I'm thinking, I had to leave town to get anything done. I usually had to do it myself, you know, but because I could. But, you know, to sit in a chair and actually have someone wash my hair, I'm like, this is what it feels like? Mm. Yeah. And so now what do you, speaking of self-care, now that you understand that, how do you take care of Holly these days? Holly? Yeah. That was weird. (laughs) (laughs) Technology, love it. Um, So (laughs) speaking of now that you know what self-care is, do this again. Um, What things do you do for yourself to unplug and recharge? Uh, I started doing just about a year ago a meditation that honestly, my monkey brain, if I do it three or five minutes, like I know that people that do meditating laugh at that. That's what I need. I need to get grounded, and I can do mm-hmm. it fast. I can take 10 minutes. I can take three minutes. Mm-hmm. And when I learned this technique of how to, what worked for me, and everybody's got to find out what works for them, to actually ground myself, I literally started manifesting things. And it was scary how good it worked. And I'm, I'm sharing, you know what, if that's all you can do is five minutes a day, when your feet hit the ground, course usually I have to pee first do that first come back when your feet hit the ground again (laughs) do this little meditation I ground myself for the day you know I ask for light I ask for who I can serve that day the best that I know how so that you know that it just it just works and I'm telling you what that has been the biggest self-care for me even though it's a short I mean Mm -hmm. bubble baths like I never did that before I mean I I've learned that that balance, if we can just find that balance. I mean, I remember that little fingers under the door when you go hide to go to the bathroom so that you can just, like, breathe for a second, you know, and you have these little fingers mm-hmm. under the door that are begging to get in and screaming at you. And, I mean, I just remember, I think about it now and I laugh, you know, because I want that back. That was, that was mm-hmm. some of the most tender moments. So I think if we just take time for yourself, figure it out, you know, work it out with your husband so you get a girl's night out and you know I didn't always have a husband 
I do now, but I didn't when I was raising my children that supported that, you know? And mm-hmm. so that was, I think that's where the jealousy thing came in when I saw others. I mean, there's a point you can be selfish and too much self-care is selfish. Mm-hmm. But when you find that balance, I think that keeps, that keeps you more mentally stable than anything. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, absolutely. I talk it to my clients, remember, because I do coach mompreneurs, and I do talk about the balance in life. And you, you brought up a key point. It, it's to be happy. Um, I've had mm. some people go, well, what, what are you talking about being balanced? You know, it's, it, it's a perfect thing. I said, no, it's not a perfect thing. It's about being happy with who you are, where you are. It's about being happy with the relationships that you have that are intimate to you, your children, your spouse, your significant other. Mm. Um, if you have a partner, your partner, it's about being happy in your space. Now, the moms who work from home, their environment is a huge part of their space. You know, um, when we're feeling out of control in our office space and or our home space, we feel out of control, which spills over into all those other areas. So, you're, you're absolutely right. It's all about being happy. And as far as the self-care, yay, I want to give you a big clap <laughs> to know that <laughs> you finally figured that out. And yeah. um, it's so true. Some people can meditate or ground themselves for long periods of time. However, most of the women that I work with, their moms, they're busy, they're working from home. They don't yeah. have half an hour. So for you to, for them to hear from you that, you know what, three to ten minutes. Oh, yeah. You know, that's so important. It really only takes a few minutes. And the other thing that I heard you say to begin with was about that mind shift, being a mompreneur, getting up and figuring out how to work. You said, you know, today really is the first day of your life. Yeah. The sun's going to rise, you know, it's going to set, it's going to rise. And for anybody who did not hear my um, my episode 000 to kick off the show, I told you a little bit about myself some things that <laughs> was kind of scary for me to put out there to the universe. But my show does start with today is the first day of the rest of your life. What are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with it? So thank you so much for making that real. Yeah. Um, with all the things that you've done being a serial entrepreneur, um, have you, would you say there have been any specific uh, difficulties or challenges that you had to overcome? Mm. You know, when people tell me I can't do something, <laughs> yeah, don't even go there. It's like, you know, you get up and fight. <laughs> oh, I'm a fighter. And, and you know, that's the other thing. You'll find when you get out in the world as a woman, you know, we're still fighting that. We're still fighting with the, the manpower. And, you know, in where I moved from and ran for political office, it, it was the good old boy club, you know, and I was determined to show them that hard work pays off. The good old boys don't always win. And then that didn't happen. But honestly, mm-hmm. the best thing that happened was me losing because I became the biggest winner of all. And it changed everything. And I think if you just realize everything is just timing, everything is mm-hmm. timing. And don't let someone tell you to focus I, on one thing. Honestly, I would have went crazy if I would have ever just focused on one thing because I'm saying, yeah, 10 things, maybe not, but two or three things, you know what? It's always prepared me for the next journey and the next place to go. And do you have, do you have a minute to, I'll tell you a quick story that just happened to me sure. last week, actually, We'd love to hear that it. may help. Yeah. Um, I was doing this little uh, meditation with a friend of mine, um, and it was actually on a video call. 
And she was like sharing with me that I told her that, you know, I talked about that fork in the road, that I was on this path, I found this fork in the road. I'm telling her this story. And I said, now I took the fork in the road. I'm really happy about it. I'm not stuck. But I said, all of a sudden, this big block wall on the road, in the middle of the road. And I said, I'm, I'm trying to figure out a way. I got to go under it, over it, through it, around it, whatever I got to do. I know I have to keep going on this path I'm on. And as soon as she said, she goes, she goes, I think you don't trust yourself to keep going on that path. And she said, and I think that it's not really there. That block wall is really not there. And as soon as she said that, she said the word illusion. She goes, I think it's an illusion. I literally pictured myself. I had my eyes closed. I pictured myself almost like Moses in the Red Sea, part in that Red Sea. Mm -hmm. I went to that block wall and I just parted it like a curtain and it went away. Mm -hmm. And it was an illusion. And I just, and sometimes I think, that that's what we do to ourselves. We don't realize that we put our own block walls there. We can get past them. Mm-hmm. Figure out a way. Who says you? Who <laughs> says you have to go through it? Why can't you go above it or below it or around it? You know what I mean? And and that was a big lesson for me, but also an aha moment. Wow, what a what a great story. And some of the other things I can relate to with that one that I've talked to some of my other clients are these illusions. They're just stories mm-hmm. in our heads. Totally. They're, they're, they're stories that we're telling ourselves of why we can't do it. Or why but we're so good at it. Why it. would we quit? Oh, we are great. Well, you know, <laughs> what I always tell people is if you're going to tell yourself a story, tell a good one. Oh, make it the best, man. It's got to be juicy, too. Story. Right. I mean, why, why can't I be there? Why can't I be the most successful? You know, why can't I be the best athlete or the best businesswoman or the best mom? Or, and, and who are you comparing it to? Yourself. Yeah. And right. it's really all, you're just in competition with yourself. We all have amazing gifts to bring into this world. I love that story, Holly. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Thanks for letting well, me. Do you, have any, <laughs> do you have any additional tips? You've shared some really great tips. You know, don't let people dictate how you feel or what you say. Um, don't necessarily allow people to tell you to focus on one thing because it's really okay. Um, today is the first day of the rest of your life, and if it's really important, make it happen, especially to be with those children. So would Mm -hmm. you say, do you have any other tips on how to balance that business, self-care, and children, from your opinion? Mm. Sometimes duct tape works really well. No, I'm (laughs) kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) That that makes me think of something really funny. Can I I share a funny story with you? (laughs) So when my children were little, I had a, a... my first three or three and a half years start to last. So it's kind of like having triplets a lot of times. And I never did that quote-unquote farming things out. They were always together. And uh-huh. uh, when they got on those crazy rampages with that energy, my husband and I used to joke, like, wouldn't a room with Velcro tape be so much fun, <laughs> you know, where they could bounce on the floors and throw themselves at the wall and try to pull themselves off? We, I mm. should have invented that or something because we always thought that would be the greatest thing to get their energy out. Right. Well, looking so forward true. into the future as a, um, a woman mompreneur, what is, and I like to ask this question because everybody listening knows that life is not a bowl full of cherries these days, <laughs> but, we can, but yeah. we can make it as beautiful and fragrant as we want. And I also believe that we are personally always a work in progress because we can always be the better person. We can always be the better me. So Mm -hmm. for you, looking forward into the future, is there one skill or one thing that you would like to change or improve that you feel would benefit you in having a better balanced life? 
Mm, and I've been working on this really hard. I, I would mm. almost say to be a better dreamer. I've never been ah. a big dreamer. Be a better dreamer. And you said you're working on this. Would you care, would you mind sharing a tip on how you're working on this? Hmm. Um, I think, well, for a long time, I never thought I'd live to be very old. And how I realized that I don't know how to dream is I was doing a hypnosis session as myself, in myself, in this five-year vision in the future. And I literally, for an hour and 20 minutes, was hanging from a cliff in the Red Mountains. That's where my home was when they're visualizing all this stuff. I'm hanging there by one arm. And I finally, and there's a bunch of details to it, but finally I realized about six months later it took me to figure this out, that the reason I was hanging there, I was in transition, and the person that actually did the hypnosis said, you know if you let go, you won't fall. And I said, I absolutely know that if I let go, I won't fall. He says, then let go and just let things be, surrender. And so the next time I did that, um, I was able to go under hypnosis and actually have this visualization. But that's what it is. Our, our blocks are our own blocks. And so mm-hmm. now I'm able to think and dream and, and look to the future. But I, one thing that happened by that was that home, the hanging in the red, I mean, I'm talking about like the Grand Canyon. That's what it looked like. Where mm-hmm. I live in St. George, Utah, we have red mountains. Guess what? That's where I live now. That was my home. That's what was supposed to happen. I was supposed to move to the Red Mountains, and I did. So Wow. Talk yeah, about manifestation. Wow. Mm-hmm. Your mind's powerful, you know. It's sometimes you don't know why you're thinking things and doing things, but it's so powerful. Well, you know, we're going to have to have you back on the show again when we talk about some more how the mind works and how powerful it is because I, too, have done some amazing things in life that manifested that I really mm. didn't realize I was working on until they happened. So Yeah, we'll I'd love to, to share it. the whole story of the grounding thing that I did and how I manifested a couple things. That's a whole other story. So we'll have to talk because that would really help a lot of people, I think. And I love oh, sharing we'll, stuff like that. We will have to do another show on that one. Well, Holly, I want to thank you so much for sharing um, your story and your journey and some of these beautiful tips that you share with my listeners. And if there's anyone out there who would like to get in touch with you and hear more about the work that you do, how would they find you? Um, You can contact me. My email is holly at hollyporter.com. Or you can Facebook me under Holly Porter, and I'm sure it shows up in St. George, Utah. Fantastic. Well, we're going to have that information on the website with your podcast as well. So again, thank you so much. I believe thank next you. time we're going to be talking together about some manifestation. Everyone, all my listeners, thank you for joining me again today. A balanced life for you where you truly can design the life of your dreams. Rhonda Simrill, your coach, and join us next week. <laughs>